welcome back to the Sneak Chronics podcast with me, Danny, aka Roystino, and my co-host Dan, aka Dan underscore Squire. Now then, my friend. Now then, how are you doing? I'm good. I do always wonder why I have a big pause under the Dan underscore Squire. I don't know, it's like one of them things that I can't stop doing now, but uh, we, we've got to roll with it. Um, but yeah, an, uh, another video um, and another great guest. Me and Dan were just talking just before we started recording about actually we were going to tease the guest and then I thought we'll put it in the title anyway so you want to listen. So, But the guest is going to come on in a bit. Um, but, but how are things anyway, Dan? I'm not seeing, obviously we can't see each other, so I'm not seeing you for a week or so. How's things? No, things are good. Just getting ready for Christmas, you know. Um, but obviously everyone's going to have a strange one this year. It's going to be a quiet one. Uh, it's going to be the most bizarre Christmas of, and I'm not even joking, and without overbringing it, it's going to be the most bizarre Christmas of my life, I think, this Christmas. Never mind 2020, all the other stuff that goes around it. But anyway, you don't want to hear about me. Um, trainers, I'm just trying to think what we, uh, oh, just before we get into the sh- into the uh, podcast as well, big shout out to Moore Prime, uh, Morgan, who sent through a Puma uh, package this morning. Um I'll put it up on the Instagram for you to have a look and I'll try to get a video out. But I just want to shout that out because uh, it's a really, really nice one of 52 care packages. So thank you very much, Morgan, when you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, trainers, have you picked anything up? We haven't done many pickups, have we, recently, Dan? Have you, have you picked anything up? Well, luckily, the Sean Clivers, the SB, what a shoe. Like, it's absolutely unreal. Got to say, the pictures do not do that shoe justice. I, I can only confirm what you're saying because you literally took the words right out of my mouth I knew they were good but the materials if you haven't seen it there's a video up on YouTube as well oh they're so so good what a shoe better than Strange Loves well I don't like the Strange Loves so that was <laughs> an for me so infinitely better than the Strange Loves for me yeah um, but even though I knew these looked good in hand wow what a shoe like that suede is unreal yeah the quality of the materials the execution. The only thing that annoys me with the laces were a bit shonky. Well, you know, to be fair, I, I didn't even look up at the white laces straight in. So, oh, right, okay. But when you were pulling yeah. the laces out, did you not notice? Well, bit... to be fair, my lace tips were broken on them, so they were a nightmare getting out. So I wouldn't have kept them in anyway. Oh, but I always knew I was going to put the white in. Oh no! Yeah, I'm so just trying not to wear them before Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to struggle. I might wear them on Christmas Day. That might be my. Uh, Christmas Day Instagram post that I've been doing daily for the countdown calendar. But anyway, um, trainers, we've got some uh, news. So what have we got this week then? And once again, I've got to thank Dan because I'm rubbish with this stuff. Dan's really hot on picking up on the news, whereas I'm just like running around at a million miles an hour at the minute. So What you're saying is I spend too much time on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan likes Instagram flicking through while I'm running around in actual real life. But go on then, Dan. Well, I mean, not loads today, but we'll stick with Nike SB. Um, two shoes, images released this week, the Dunklo caught purple. Yes, seen so those. More, more Jordan colorways really coming. Hopefully a few black toes. Are we, uh, hmm. I'm going to go the same route as the Chicago's with them. No. You'll change your mind by the time they come, Danny. No, no, no. Just like the Chicago's. I'm not changing my mind on them ones. Not change your mind. I like my dunks to be a bit out there and a bit silly and a bit daft. Well, um, the second one will probably be up your street then. The uh, collab with the Chinese um, street food vendor, I think, Street Hawker. Yes. Are they, are they officially Chinese New Year ones? Is that what they're calling them? I couldn't tell you, Danny. Um, but I believe it's the Street Hawker it's called. Um, and I think it's something to do with a, a food vendor in China. <coughs> we were famous for that. If I am coughing, I'm still I'm I'm full of a cough and cold. Not COVID. I have been for a test again. So I, I am I am alive. But apologies for any sound issues when I'm coughing through this podcast. But yeah, the uh, they're just they're mad they're like um, they remind me of that I've forgotten the name. Not the what the dunks but the, you know the high top versions. Um I don't, you've lost me. There was the highs from a few years ago of the dunk highs, but I don't collect dunk highs, so it's completely gone out of my head. And they were like a, a mismatch 
version. A mismatched version. I don't know. We'll have to come back on that. Cause... We'll have to come back on that. We'll have to. We'll do some googling while we while we talk to try and uh, to try and get that. But yeah, just the, the colours on those ones are just. That that's that's for me what Nike SB stands for. Yeah, I mean it's always known for its loud clubs, but I think it, it it's just not one of those for me that you'd wear a lot. It's a statement shoe, is that? Yeah. But also this week, all the uh, Stussy Air Force Ones arrived. Everyone that got lucky managed to order a pair. Oh, yeah. And I think about 90% of the orders were wrong. So no. everyone ended up getting the wrong size. Really? Apparently. So, I mean, I personally, I only know one person who got the correct size and maybe 12 to 15 people who got the wrong size. So, and did the size up or size down? I think most people ended up getting a size down. Which is probably quite lucky with Air Force Ones anyway, if they fit like normal Air Force Ones. Usually it would be, but these fit more true to size than a regular oh, Air Force oh, One. I think a lot of people got kind of screwed with the delivery, a little bit disappointed. Oh no, devastated. I've just so, got that Nike uh, SB. It's the uh, Thomas Campbell ones. Oh, that's another... Shocker is that, Danny? Right up your I'm street. Talk, I'm talking about <laughs> the colours on them, very similar. But anyway, um, so yeah, you pick, you pick a pair up. I, I believe I saw. I managed to get a pair, yeah, and I, it worked out really well for me. To be fair, because I tried to order the size eight, which is my size, obviously, couldn't get them because they sold out. So I ended up ordering half a size up, which was an eight and a half, but ended up in the post getting the size eight, which was the correct size, which. <laughs> right. He's brilliant and a stroke of luck for me, but I think most people weren't quite as fortunate. No, no, no. Bit unlucky on that one. Um, anything else? I can't think of anything else that's in the news. Um, well, lastly, there's a. Is it a collab if it's a fictional character, Danny? Ooh, good question. I don't. I guess it. I guess it's who the fictional character is, and if it's associated with like Disney, Marvel, or whoever it might be. Well, it's none other than Kermit the Frog on a Stan Smith. Oh, right. Okay. I've not seen those. And I know the Muppets have had a few Adidas, I don't want to say collabs, because obviously the Muppets themselves aren't doing anything with these shoes, but they've yeah. been on a few Adidas shoes, haven't they, in the past? And, and Kermit the Frog on a Stan Smith it actually looks really good. Does it? So, interesting or maybe not so interesting, my only ever pair of Dunk uh, non-SBs were the Kermit the Frog Dunks from years ago. Oh yeah, great shoe, yeah. Yeah, with the with the, um Kermit the Frog material on the toe box and things. And actually I went to my brother's for Christmas Day. He still got them somewhere, or he's trashed them and thrown them out. And if he's thrown them out, Matthew, if you're listening, I'm gonna come around and kick your ass on Christmas Day. Um but yeah, I'll, I can't wait to see those. I, in fact I've just remembered a piece of news of what's coming. Um and I, someone's just told me just before we started filming this. That there was been that the Jobergs have been put back. Have you heard that? Um, I haven't. I've I've seen the size stores announce the raffle collections, um, but I haven't seen anything about it being put back. No, right, okay. I may be wrong on this one. I'm very sleepy. I'm very tired, and I almost look hungover, but I look horrific. So you won't be seeing. You won't be getting any visuals on this video. Um, but no, yeah. no visuals on a video. You are tired. <laughs> no visuals on a video, Danny. No, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you are tired. Uh, so anyway, um, is that it for the news? That is all for the news. Should we, should we, should we bring our guest in then? Because, I mean, this is, again, someone that we've wanted to get on right from the start, very high up on the list. People who have always asked right from the beginning, are you getting this person on? So... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I watch and listen to this guy constantly. Obviously, everyone knows who it is already. You read it in the title. It's probably the only reason that you're here listening right now. <laughs> so with us today, we've got from Full Size Run, co-host of Full Size Run. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Co-host of the Complex Sneakers podcast, which is, again, is a great listen. Arguably the second best podcast, would you say, Danny? I'd say the second best podcast. I would concur with that. So with us today. Today we've got Mr. Matt Welty. Now then, how's it going? Going great. <laughs> nice and early in 
nice and early in New Jersey. It snowed like a foot last night. No way. Snow. What is that? I don't know. No. You've not been inside enough this year already, and now you've. Yeah. Some- I mean, I'm 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 kind of happy about it. I don't think we've seen snow in like a couple of years, which sounds crazy to say, yeah. but you know, bring the feeling back. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so first of all, how how's twenty been? Like, you, you, did you pick up COVID? Was that official or? I know you were part. Uh, yeah, I had a I had coronavirus. Um, right when, right when everything first happened, it was actually like the first week of lockdown. Um, it took like three weeks to get over. Um, you know, heavy breathing in the chest, yeah. like hacking up like big balls of phlegm. Like just nice. felt like tired. It was. It was it was awful. Um, so it gave me a, definitely gave me a perspective on everything that's going on. You know. Yeah. But feeling okay now. I've seen you've been doing. Lots yeah, of course. Going. Out I had to get morning. a. I had to get a root canal last week. Um, so this week's been a little uh, a little bit of a journey. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm falling apart. But I don't know. I've got snow to deal with. It's just <laughs> nonstop. So, did yeah. the uh, obviously you've um, you run a lot, don't you? So I'm guessing that yeah. took a toll on you, like outdoor running in 2020, the Corona. No, I think I think it was the exact opposite. Um, really? So, like last year, I kind of really gave myself um, sort of the the goal or motivation to really like focus on fitness not just because I wanted to like lose weight or anything like that I just wanted to like work out and feel better and like become like a better person I thought through exercise um so I was like going to the gym every day and then when corona happened well I got sick so I couldn't work out for like a month and then when it finally happened I was just like I'm going to do this you know every fuck yeah every fucking day you know i like bought a kettlebell i bought all these bags there's like a park like a mile from my house so like i'd run there every morning and do like 50 pull-ups and then run back you know it was just i don't know i just really really got into it and corona was nice because not corona but like (laughs) (laughs) corona wasn't nice the quarantine was nice just because it kind of it kind of puts you in your own space to really focus on the things that you've wanted to do or that you haven't done yeah in in the past year and exercise was was one of those was one of those things and it it gave you the time to do it you weren't running to get to work every single morning you know you didn't have to commute to new york city you could actually go and do all of that and then come home and then start work and then just get about your day so that's yeah, kind of what's blessing going on. You giving people time. I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends and family, they just say they've got like an, an extra few hours every day because they don't have to commute. It's, it's been great. Yeah, I feel like it's with quarantine, it's like you can either do the things that you've been putting aside for forever or you can kind of just like piss your time away. Mm-hmm. So why not do the things that have you, you told yourself you've never had time to do? You know? Yeah, I mean, I've done a bit of both. I've, I've ended up, I think I've got my 5K down to 22 minutes. And I've been very drunk all the way through it. So it's been good at both ends of the scale. Is that driving though, Danny? 22 minutes, 5K. <laughs> you're not running that. So, so Matt, outside of obviously the, the running shoes you've had on every day, like doing your yeah. run, what have you been wearing a lot this year? Uh, this year, I think, has really, I don't want to say reset my footwear choices. So if I say sneaker, I'm just going to say sneaker. Please don't, not you guys, but listeners please don't get mad at me i live in america i don't say trainers unless i'm talking to someone from the uk and specifically trying to say that word um so sneakers i've been wearing you know it just haven't really gone anywhere i know some people have gone places during all this i've pretty much just stayed in my little one block radius here in uh, jersey city and you know, most of my footwear choices have been kind of the shoes you keep by the door. So mm-hmm. I have like a bunch of Adidas and trainers 
you guys would say, like sort of flat soled shoes. And you know what? I haven't really been going towards those as as the choice of what to wear. Like, why am I going to put on a you know a flat suede sneaker to walk to the store? It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make much sense. So my footwear choices this year pretty much have been like New Balance nine nineties. That's like always at the door. Um, I have a pair of ZX four thousands or ZX, as you guys would say. Um, I have a pair of those that I got on clearance for like $30 that I don't really care about. Put the, put those on every single day. And I think I do have a couple pairs back here that I've kind of like shifted in and out of, you know, but oh, here's one. These are a newer shoe that I got uh, that I quite like. This is the Invincible uh, New Balance 2002. Um, I think it's kind of like the perfect shoe for what's going on. But there's another shoe. I think all my shoes are all over the place. But like stuff like this, yeah. I'm not going to wear this shoe during quarantine at all. And I think it's like what a lot of people know me for these sort of shoes, but. For those of you just listening on, on our audio, Matt's just held a pair of Adidas Londons. So yeah. Londons. Yeah. You know, it just, I don't know. I just haven't, I haven't felt the like need to wear them. Don't really get like dressed up as much, you know, um, haven't gone to football, <laughs> haven't, haven't gone to football, you know, in, in, in a year. So like that whole idea of like dressing up and, putting on that stuff and going out on a Saturday doesn't exist anymore. So I just haven't worn the shoes. But in terms of picking bits up, have you, what things have you picked up that you might have worn for that occasion? Cause I think we're all, we're all in the same boat. I've had some, I've had pairs that I've got and I thought, but I've got, I've got no need to wear them at the moment. I'm, in the future I will kind of thing. So what? Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that that's a really good way to put it. Um, the, I did buy the Lotherton. Uh, Special, yeah. Um, there's somewhere back there. That's one of the few shoes that I, when it came out, but that was like er, at the beginning of quarantine, I think, right? Um, May, May, I think they dropped out. Yeah, so I think that uh, that was one of the shoes that I that I picked up early on. Um, and then I, I honestly I haven't I haven't purchased a lot of. Uh, sneakers this year I, like I bought running shoes I bought uh, a pair of Nike Metcons but sorry sorry to bore you on my recent pickups because I don't really have much um, I've gotten sent a few shoes which I guess is a, a perk of the job I don't like to, to brag about it it's just kind of been working in the industry for so long um, but even that's I haven't I mean I got a few shoes so, but some of those I've been hyped on. I just got the Hannon uh, ZX 420 pack. Yeah, Thank, uh, thanks to Thomas Lindy on those. Yeah, I just saw. I I I only managed to look out on the uh, on the regular release. I didn't get the uh, the double pack. So yeah, got those. Um, the store brand one block down from Rome that just sent me a pair of New Balance 1500s. Those are nice. quite nice. Um, we were talking about them actually off off camera. I was just saying how good the nine nine one is. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the. I personally like the nine nine one more than the fifteen hundred, but the fifteen hundred still, yeah, still still great. Um, what else? Oh, and I randomly not well not randomly. I had asked for the shoes, but I got a pair of white mountaineering Saucony grid webs which is like kind of like a shoe that I don't know that I would normally wear. And I've been wearing that shoe to the store all the time lately. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you were held up the Adidas London before. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people watching want to know, because obviously being in the States, being close to New York, things yeah. like that, you, you know, it's, um, it's not what we imagine the New York sneakhead to be into. So how did you get yeah. into that product and what were your influences early on? Um, so I always had a thing for Adidas, um, growing up. So 
I know a lot of people in the States, a very common story that you will hear from people with Adidas is that one of their early favorite shoes was the Samba, um, which is true. Anyone who played soccer, football, whatever you want to call it early on, uh, the Samba was one of the, like the shoe that like every kind of like American kid had um, from Adidas at the time. Um, the one thing I think a lot of people need to realize too with Adidas is that um, the full collection of shoes wasn't released in in the States like it was in Europe. So a lot of the models, it's not that people don't like the shoes. It's just they have no familiarity with them. Yeah. You know, it's like all, the whole ZX series and, you know, even not, I don't want to say gazelles, but kind of just like suede trainers they just like they don't yeah they just they they just don't exist and it's funny because there's a bunch of shoes named after american cities like san francisco but i i would be i'm not 100 percent sure on that but i'd be hard pressed to find these shoes actually existed in these you know in these places but either way in high school i was really into superstars uh i used to skateboard a lot back then and it started with a shoe called the Pro Shell, which is the mid-top shell toe, and it has a strap yeah. on it. They don't really release that shoe anymore. And I used to, mm-hmm. no, one in, no one in my school had those shoes. So I remember going to visit my grandmother um, in South Jersey, and I went and I used to buy those and like bring them back. And I just felt like, you know, that was my own shoe. Yeah. And that, like that feeling, you know, of just kind of being the only person that had that was nice. And from there on, I kind of like remember getting like multiple colors, just regular superstars. I got pro models for Christmas, senior year of high school, the whole white high tops. Those were great. I loved that shoe at the time. And then it kind of like branched out into like getting Stan Smith's and Rod Lavers. And there was, we didn't have ZX shoes, but they had a shoe called the ZXZ. It's like very similar to ZX and, you know, I just ended up wearing stuff like that. So I just really got into it, I would say. Um, so, so what and, sort of year are we talking about? What sort of period? This is early 2000s. I would say this is like 2002 right. to 2005. Right, okay. um, and then after being into that for quite some time, I got into Nike SB um, being into skateboarding and everything, you know, it, it was just a natural progression. And I feel like I was into shoes before that, but Nike SB is kind of what really, really got me in like into sneakers. Like that's when I kind of flipped the switch and was like, I'm a sneaker head, you know? I think, I think that's the case for a lot of me and Dan have discussed this on previous podcasts. That is a case for a lot of people our age, you know, or in our age bracket, should I say that? We, yeah. We're kind of all into trainers or picking up Air Max or bits and bats, bits of Adidas. But SB kind of changed the game a little bit, as in yeah. how they released and, and the colours and themes that were always with the trainers. To And then you almost wanted to collect them, you know, instead of just buying them to just to wear. It, and they were affordable, weren't they? For like, when we were younger guys, like it was an affordable, good shoe. I think, I think they they were affordable to a certain extent, but then the brand, the shops kind of getting hip to what was going on, you know, and you, you'd go there and they'd be charging over box price and you had to like talk them down and, you know, cause I, I don't know how it was in the UK. I know the UK is like a lot more like policing of that sort of stuff, but in the States it's like capitalism. Fuck you. I'm going to charge the highest price I can. Yeah, we, I can for we must have got lucky over here because I, I can say I never experienced that in a... No, I've never seen that. They were no, that, 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 that was definitely the, like, norm on on it. And you kind of had to be in with, like, the shop owners to, to get the shoes for lower price. If it was, like, a, a standard release, kind of like, a, I don't know, kind of like more of the GR shoes, yeah. you could maybe get like a pair of like aqua chalk sbs you'd probably get those for like box price like 70 bucks or something like that but if you were like trying to get like something a bit more hype um they're definitely going to charge you like 125 
That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But either way, um, so got really into shoes, got really, really into shoes, you know, started working at Foot Locker, all of that for, I worked at Foot Locker for eight years. Um, and then through the internet and everything, I got really, got really into running shoes, um, Asics, New Balance, Saucony, all that stuff. All the time goes, uh, you know, time goes by. I don't want to just talk about all that, but then ended up working at Complex um, and just got like really into like, cause I mean, I had a sneaker editor at Complex, got like really into sneaker culture. But then a lot of the shoes that I was into at the time were all like kind of like European exclusives, um, especially with like the Asics and New Balance and, and stuff like that. So I was just like heavy into that. And then being heavy into that, I ended up, uh, you know, just kind of exploring things and kind of just learning about like the whole like terrace culture and, and whatnot. So I kind of like, was like, Oh, what's this? You know, it kind of, it kind of interested me a lot. I was like, what are these suede Adidas? I always loved Adidas. What are these suede Adidas? I want to learn more about them. This is probably like 2014. Uh, you know, I ended up going to the UK for a trip in 2015 for New Balance, went to Flimby. Oh, got, yeah, it was for the real ale for the for the real ale pack. I don't want to uh, run it all down, but if you want the full story on that, you can uh, listen to our podcast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, ended up you know getting into that stuff and started going to the local football match, New York Red Bull. I've uh, been going ever since. Been season ticket holder since then. And just like there's a bunch of guys in here who were going to the match who were like really into that stuff. So I kind of like had like, you know, a peer group of like 30 people or whatever who were also into kind of like casual culture in the States and meeting more people who were into it. And just kind of like, I guess it just kind of like spiraled from there, you know, and just buying yeah. stone we see you go into the football you know, you're quite vocal about going up and, and supporting the team and you love it and yeah. you know, it is like when I see you I'm like you are the typical English man in your kind of thing you know like you're out yeah. just like we would sit down at Ellen Road in Leeds it's like yeah. kind of similar kind of uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what uh, I guess that's what like really got me into it you know um just like I know it was kind of like a long spiral to to get there but that's kind of I guess what led me led me to it all and just it just fascinates me you know it just it gives me some sort of excitement it gives me excitement the way that like sneakers and streetwear did when I was younger you know when I was like buying like a hundreds t-shirt and a pair of dunks and you know a new like a 10 deep new era just the idea of like getting dressed up to go do something you know just like the idea of like saturday and like laying out you know your stone island jacket with your pollen shark yeah. jumper as you guys would say and like you know breaking out the fresh adidas trainers and like getting a haircut and just like going to the football match and like seeing your friends and like everyone else kind of did the same thing yeah so um, on your trips to the uk have you managed to catch a game over here yet so i have um i've only been to uh what you guys i guess would refer to as proper football in in the in in the in the uk i haven't been to premier league or even championship or anything like that. Uh, the first time I went over, I was over for a Reebok press trip and ended up meeting up with uh, Joe Connolly, who works at New Balance, oh, yeah, and uh, his friend Johnny Mangus. Um, and they, I think Premier League was off that week, and so they took me to Barry Rochdale. <sighs> Big look in, in, in Manchester. <laughs> In, in in Rochdale, in Rochdale, they took yeah. me there. So, Amorous, um, no expense there. <laughs> uh, experience. Yeah, and then they took. Oh man, I need to, I need to look this one up. Hold on, uh, just give me one second. They took me to. 
oh my god what's the oh they that's what it is they took me to uh this i was in manchester for my 30th birthday and i ended up getting taken to um i ended up getting taken to uh stalford match yeah yeah and it was this is like when they were shooting that bbc documentary yeah, plus of 92 one, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it was like the second one and they were uh second season that they were shooting it and it was like the it was like the season finale because they were playing in a a promotion runoff and they were down 2-1 and ended up winning 3-2 in extra time and in Salford and like the players run out and start like throwing champagne on the field and you know it was uh it was definitely one for the for the for the books um yeah something that doesn't happen over in the states i guess no uh it was just you know it was i don't know it really like i don't want to say it like opened me up to something but it was definitely like a fun thing to do you know yeah and a new experience i guess yeah um just going back actually when you were saying about where just the way you were talking and, and about having stuff that other people don't have i guess that's nice for you over in the States. You can dress and pick up, like, I don't know, like some Special or some City Series stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody else out there who, I mean, I'm sure there's a few people out there who do, but, like, you can kind of stand out. And that's, when I got into trainers, that was what you kind of, you wanted to be a little bit different. And it's very hard nowadays in the UK, especially, like, because there's so many different scenes that if I wear a pair of dunks, you, you know, or Adidas or whatever it might be, it's hard to get that piece to stand out because everyone's after the same kind of shoes, if you know it. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely, I don't want to say that my whole intention is to wear things that other people don't have. Like, I don't, I don't buy shoes with the intent, with the thought that no one else has this. This is why I'm going to buy it. I tend to buy what I like, but I also feel like I, I've been doing that for so long, just buying what I like that the idea of like the four or five hype shoes that everyone else wants, it just doesn't, I mean, I can appreciate a lot of that stuff, like a cause air Jordan four. I understand why it's a great shoe and I do believe it's a great shoe, but you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to spend a ton of money to buy something like that. I think it's also just kind of being practical with being in the shoes, um, you know, with the way that the market has turned where everything, thing is like a thousand dollars you know if it's if it's not a thousand if it doesn't resell for a thousand dollars it isn't a good shoot that's kind of like the kind of the barometer that we hold these things by which is kind of crazy to me but it's like another talk for another day um you know but just kind of like buying the things that i like for so long that you know i just kind of got used to to picking out like you know the shoes that i'm into like just reach down and grab it. Like, have like this is an old shoe. It's like ten years old, but it's like Concepts fifteen hundreds. Um, just like a shoe I have in my collection that you know, you know, it doesn't. It's not all about just being strictly Adidas, but I do have a ton. Or like, I'll even like wear stuff like oh, like Neon ninety fives. You know, um, are those so ones, my, are those ones that are just coming out? No, these ones, these are from 2010. Uh, But, you know, I guess my collection and taste, I'm not strictly just an Adidas guy. It's like my collection of footwear, like, is... Quite eclectic and varied. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love pretty much all brands. So, but I would say that, like, hyper-focused on Adidas to to a certain extent, at least at this point now. Yeah. You know? Did you pick up any Manchester's? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go through that whole uh, hoopla to to get them. Um, it, you know what? That's one of the things too that is a little frustrating being in the states. If you want to get like a hype trainer, it yeah. just the t- the time difference makes it a fucking disaster, man. <laughs> it's like. I remember I used to do it. It would be like the size exclusives would release at like 8 a.m. Yeah. your time on Friday mornings. And that would be 
three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in New Jersey, and I still have to go to work the next day. So, like, how am I gonna buy a shoe at three o'clock? And I think I did it. I think I stayed up once. I forget what shoe it was for. I stayed up at three o'clock in the morning to try and buy a pair of shoes, and I didn't even get them. And then I still had to go to work. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this anymore." Yeah. Um. When obviously you work at Complex, and obviously you do full size yeah. one. How? What was your journey into getting into that kind of industry, and how did you get there? Because I think a lot of people, I know certainly loads of my friends who are into trainers in the UK, we all watch Full Size Run. Everyone watches Full Size Run. It's just, it is the second best YouTube show out there, obviously. After oh, wow. <laughs> but what was your journey on to getting onto it and, and, and how did you get in there? Uh, so briefly mentioned, had worked at Foot Locker for a long time. Um, I was going to school part-time. I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was kind of like stuck in between. You know, um, I had dropped out of college to become an assistant manager at Foot Locker, which probably, looking back on it, it all panned out, but probably wasn't the best decision I made at the time. Um, yeah, you're not giving out. You're not giving out advice on this. This is just your journey. Yeah, I mean, if if you guys want to do it, go ahead. Um, but so I did that. Um, so. I, I drop out of school. I, I start working at Foot Locker full time. I ended up getting transferred to stores in the Boston area. So, you know, I'm working at like bigger volume stores that had more releases. So I was starting, I mean, I already was already into sneakers and in everything, but starting to get deeper into the sneaker scene at that point. But you know, working at those stores that like the high traffic stores also just meant more bullshit. In, in your life, you know, dealing with sneaker releases and, and all that sort of stuff was just kind of like really stressful. Um, this was like 2009, 2010. So this is like around the time that like Space Jam 11s came out. Um, I remember that day. And so, you know, this was also like during there was like the recession in America. So it was like jobs and everything, you know, that weren't really like, they weren't really, uh, I don't know. They didn't pay as much. So I was like, this isn't really working out. So I ended up, I give myself like an option. I was like, I'm going to apply to one school and go back and, and finish my degree. So I applied to one school and I got in and that was Rutgers university here in New Jersey. So I just was like, Hey guys, I'm going to quit. Bye. <laughs> I was like, out of the blue, I was like, I want to quit. Bye. So I moved to New Jersey, but then I also needed a job. So I ended up working back at Foot Locker again. So it was like a vicious cycle, like putting okay. myself through that shit. Um, so I go to school. I have a, like, I go for journalism because I was going to be an English major originally, but then I was like, but money's to be made in that. I was like, I should do journalism. At least I can apply it to something. Um, so this is like, so this is 2010. So this is like, blogs like hypebeast and high stability and complex was were around but i don't think there was a big like industry around these sort of things like yeah. like there is now you know like there weren't there weren't shows like i do i mean there was like podcasts like the weekly drop in 2006 but like the idea of like doing these sort of shows like didn't exist yeah. so in my head i'm i never even thought that i'd want to be one of the one of or a person like that you know so I ended up uh, interning at this menswear website called Two Inch Cuffs because this is 2012. This is like the whole era of when guys were wearing like Red Wing boots and selvage jeans and flannel shirts. I'm sure you guys had a little bit of that in the UK as well. Um, we still wear that in winter. Oh, I do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like that whole like Americana era. So got like really into that. Um, and, you know, I was about to graduate and I was like, I need a, I need a real job. And Complex had actually wrote about, you know, the website that I had been working at because we did like editorials and whatnot. And I was like, hey, to Ruben, the guy who was running the thing at the time, I was like, you think you can uh, put me on to the, to the people you know at Complex? You know, I'm graduating college. I kind of need a job. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I like cold emailed 
the editor Gian at the time, who most recently was like the guy who ran High Snobiety, um, and was like, hey, do you mind if like, not do you mind, but I was like, could I intern for you? Yeah. And for the style section, he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, come in for an interview. And you know, I ended up getting that, ended up freelancing for like a year at a time. And then ended up getting hired, but I ended up hired, and I was originally a style writer, but I ended up getting hired as a sneaker editor, um, which, you know, this is 2013, 2013, seven years ago. Wow. Or going on eight. So ended up uh, getting hired to do that. So I would, I, and I just wrote for the website, you know, I, I had a journalism degree. I wrote sneaker articles. I was involved like behind the scenes on shows like sneaker shopping and um, yeah. quick strike with uh, Russ Benson and Clark Kent helped them like a little bit like, in post-production stuff but nothing major at all and um so i saw some of the shows but i never thought that i would be like the sort of person who had that sort of show i never viewed myself as like an on-person on-camera personality so you know flash forward to 2017 and the company had like a push for like new ideas and uh brendan dunn who i work with now um and uh, Rich Lopez had started a show called Full Size Run. Um, it was originally supposed to just kind of be a podcast, I believe. Right. Um, and ended up uh, ended up being, you know, on camera. They did like I was. I think I was the first or second. I think I was the second guest on the show. Um, and then you know, a few months go by. And I think one of them was like sick or on vacation or something like that. And they were like, Hey, do you mind like filling in for them? I was like, sure. So I do that a couple of weeks go by. I think the other one was on vacation. So I fill in for them. And then I think someone in the office had the idea of like, what if we put the three of you on camera? So like three of you can argue with each other. Like that, that would be much more interesting because I think at first it was much more of like, just like, if you have two people, regardless of who they are, I think maybe they'll argue, but if, they're, if their views are similar, it's just kind of like, it just kind of- uh, More linear, isn't it, like with two? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Complex just had the idea of like, if we put three people on camera, there's like a greater chance that like, they're going to disagree about something so like let's like kind of hedge the bets on like having the three of them on camera so they can argue about shoes and that's kind of like what full size run i think was was early on was like the three of us kind of like having differing opinions whatever they may be yeah. um that, that, that's just, when i tuned in and i found it and i was like this is this is great because people used to like when me and Lance, rest in peace, yeah. we, we would talk, and no one did that in the UK. And I'm like, yeah, and there's these guys in the US, but they're doing it proper style. Which and there was you and Rich and, and Brendan just chatting, yeah. and it was it was just great to listen into it and, and hear the difference of opinions. That was the that was the main thing for me when I first started tuning in. Yeah, and then we started we started having. Well, I mean, I think they 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 had guests on before I was there. So I don't want to, I don't want to take credit for starting full size run or it being my idea or anything like that. So I just want to like put that out there that, you know, I joined the show like a few months after um, its inception. Um, this is in 2017. But then I think the, the three of us started having other guests on the show and kind of like, you know, at first, it was more of like the people that we knew in the, in the industry. You know, we'd have people like Peter and Eric from Sneakers and stuff and Dion from Concepts. So it was just kind of like going from the resources of like the the friends that we had made over the years. And I think we kind of like shifted a little bit going into 2018 of like trying to get like somewhat celebrity talent on the, on the show which was like a, a whole new thing, you know, that I never really thought was going to happen, but yeah, kind of went from just some, getting some real celebrities. Like, I, I mean, there's been such a long list, but basketball players, 
hip hop yeah. artists and, and all these kind of people. Um, yeah. I forgot what's Michael Jordan's son he came up with. Mar- Marcus Jordan, you know, Fat Joe, yeah, yeah. Jada Kiss, Quavo from Migos, um, Action Bronson, one of my yeah. favorite, one of my personal favorite episodes, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, so, no, no. And yeah, so that's where we are now, I guess. Well, yeah, that, you know, yeah. And then Trinidad James ends up uh, joining the show. We had him on as a guest uh, in 2018, early on. Um, he had just DM me out of the blue, being like, "What's the show about?" And I was like, "Well, uh, do you want to be a guest on it?" So I like asked the guys. I'm like, "Hey, this is really random, but like, Trinidad James." dm me last night and he wants to be a guest on the show are we okay with that and people are like yeah cool let's do it yeah so he like he comes he comes and like is a guest on the show and someone i think joe puma was like wow trinidad was like really good like maybe we should have him on as a recurring guest so flash forward like a handful of months enrich leaves uh complex to go work at another company so we are like kind of have a hole in the show because they wanted to keep the three people they didn't want to just like have it like i said before they didn't want to just have two people on the show because they felt like it didn't it didn't add enough like discussion yeah. so trinidad hits me up again and it's like hey do you guys need a new co-host and i was like Oh wow! Like you, you'd want to do this, and I was like, oh, "Let me uh, link you with the right people." So I link him with the right people, and you know, and then everything happened. It all, it all, uh, it all turned out. It's it's a great dynamic. I'm, I'm sure Dan agrees. Like yourself, Brendan, and Trinidad, it just very different. But you all obviously get yeah. friends, and and the discussions between you, and it's just. I don't know anybody who doesn't watch and like it, to be honest. Do you, Dan? I don't. Yeah, it's, 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 it's great. It's so good. I mean, it's um, for people who are in sneakers over here, it's like must-see TV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think, and I think that's like what I got, like what I tried to say earlier is that having the multiple personalities on the show kind of gives the viewer or hopes to give the viewer like someone that they can all identify with. They all don't have to be the same sort of like demographic or even taste difference who who tunes into the show, you know, like I'm sure there's people who watch the show because they love Trinidad or there's people who like Brendan or there's people who like my point of view, you know, and maybe there is interlap or overlap, you know, between all of that, but it's giving like a viewer like, more of options the, the authenticity as well because you know it's not just three yes men just saying that they like every product in the hope that they'll get a free pay you know Definitely. oh maybe sometimes but <laughs> keep, on the, keep that secret <laughs> um right just before we sign off on this matt um i've just got one more question how yeah. many times do people ask you if you've ever resold sneakers oh god how often does that pop up come on all the time in my dms it's like there's i think there's one guy who like every instagram story that i post he replies with but have you resold sneakers I'm like and at first you know i guess i got like annoyed by it but at the same time it's like if that's what people are going to know you for at least they know you you know so i never really like planned the whole like resold sneakers thing is it was never it was never planned um no no, no. and sometimes it, best things are not planned they're just yeah. stuff, and then that's just how they are and yeah i had a i think it was it was the first season with trinidad so it was technically season two even though it was like season four but um it was the second the second episode first guest and we had bun b on you know legendary sneaker collector and I think we were, I don't know if we were like running out of questions or just kind of like wanted to ask him like random stuff. And I was like, just asked him if he had resold sneakers. Cause obviously like a guy like that who has like all these expensive shoes and like, doesn't need the money, like a famous rap star, like he's not going to resell shoes. Like why the hell is he going to do that for? 
and he like really looked at me like like what the fuck like why are you asking me this and that's why my answer was all right because it was like I felt really awkward that you know that I kind of had I kind of had asked someone a question that they probably didn't want to get asked so that's that's the origin of it all awesome Awesome. so on that note I think that's it yeah I just want to say thanks for coming on Matt Um, yeah I've actually got to dive and pick up the kids now, and uh, and yeah, well, uh, well, huge thank you. Yeah, super appreciated. Massive thanks, well, to Matt, and we'll. Thank you. Watch, watch full size run Thursdays at well, it's probably your time in the morning. Uh, complex sneakers. At night. Yeah. PM. Yeah, complex sneakers podcast. Also, me, Brendan, and Joe Puma every Friday morning. Yeah, go watch that, and or it's Friday afternoon for you guys. And go buy the book. Go buy the book. Complex sneaker of the year every year. Dan's already got his copy on his shelf. Oh wow! Need to get you one, Danny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Thank you very much, Matt. Really appreciate. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. All right. See you in a bit. Yep. All right. Once again, Matthew J. Welty, thank you for uh, for coming on the podcast. Man, it's just great to talk to people and listen to people from other countries and, and cultures and their input into the sneaker world, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, so good. And especially like, you know, getting to talk to people who we're both fans of as well, like genuine fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I have met Matt. I think only once actually, but we didn't. We we, I think because of the initial annex videos, were very Adidas based, and I think he picked up on that and obviously what he's into. So we interacted, uh, and, and we've spoke quite a lot. So, but it's nice to actually get him on the podcast. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, and learn, like everybody we've had on so far, learn from you know learn about their story and what got them into training. I find it really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And I didn't want to call him out at the time we were speaking to Matt, but obviously he said about getting a lot of DMs about being asked about reselling sneakers. Well, I know one of our mutual friends is in his DMs every time he has a few too many beers, which is Pryke, who's the star manager of Size Leeds. All right. Definitely Welty's biggest fan. So if you're listening, Pryke, I hope you enjoyed that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely answer that. So uh, just to finish off then, we have got uh, this week's releases obviously it's coming up to christmas i know we've got like lockdown well not lockdown tier three tier four in london and i know it's been rubbish for anyone and and genuinely maybe trainers is probably bottom of your list or and if it's not bottom of your list it should be bottom of your list at this moment in time but obviously top of your list is listening to these podcasts but what what have we got out this week well like like you say danny you know it's it's a quiet week and so it should be it's Christmas, you know, Christmas and New Year, people shouldn't be out buying shoes. They should be, you know, enjoying their time. But there's a few releases. One we touched on earlier, obviously, the Adidas size Joburg. Um, yes. 100% in for those, by the way. I, well, and and I, I think, so I, I went full 180 on the Stuttgart's. So I really liked them in hand. And I think the Joburgs, I should like them, but I've got a feeling that, I might, they might go down in the list of six. But I need to pick them up to collect to finish off the pack. So, yeah, it's a, anyone who's got five so far has got to get the last one. But I actually I think this is stronger than some of the others. I, re, I really like it. as a, yeah. as a Obviously, it's not something I'd wear, no, no, but no. I can definitely appreciate it as a shoe. So where would you put it in the, in the rank of one to six? Oh, you're pushing me now. It, would, it wouldn't be up there with the Cordoba. It wouldn't be better than the Liverpool. Right. It might be like four or five, to be fair. <laughs> but there's some strong colour. When you think about it, there's some strong colour ways. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, so fingers crossed I managed to grab a pair of those. Um, yeah, good luck to everybody that's probably already entered the raffles when you're listening to this. You know, you may even have your pair confirmed. You might have even collected them already. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nike SB, again, you know, strength to strength. It's got the uh, Blazer Low, the mm. Bear Brick, out yeah, this week. I, I really, really like these. You? 
Uh, it's one of those for me. I like it. I can appreciate it, but I can skip it because I just know it's one that I wouldn't get around to wearing so much. And, and, and I feel exactly the same. I just think it's really nice. Um, I actually think it looks better than the than the black medi- uh, bare brick dunk that came out in summer. But I just I just know I won't get pardon? controversial that Danny. I know, I know, but I don't know. I, I just know I won't wear it. I think it's. You know, I mean, I wear like pink stuff, and I wear, and but it's almost a bit too far down on the feminine scale. I know that's not particularly politically correct, but. I just think it's a bit too much for me. A, a cream furry shoe. I think that's just one step too far. I don't think I'd wear them. Yeah. I, with it being a blazer low as well, it's something that I just wouldn't wear as much. If it was this colour on a dunk low, I'd be all over it. No, yeah. You see, I'd, I'd skip it even if it was a dunk. So. Well, and one that I'm sure we'll both be skipping. Well, I say one, three. It's easy season again. There's a 350, a 700, and a Yeezy basketball all out this week. Still selling all these, man. Go on, I know. Sorry. What the 350? What what 350 have we got then? At this point, Danny, who cares? <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> Probably a colour very similar to one that's already been out before, or a restock of a colour that's already dropped before. I mean, shout out to anyone who's still buying them and loves them and stuff. It's, it's not for me. The Yeezy basketball. It's nice to see something a bit different. I think it looks like one of the most comfortable shoes. Is that that ever. type? Is that the quantum, yeah? Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's not a it's not a shoe. If Kanye West delivered one to my house in the back of a Rolls Royce, I still wouldn't take them off him. I'd say cheers, yeah, but go on on your on your bike. Just you couldn't. Pick, there's not enough money in the world to get me to stunt on Instagram in a pair of. Yeezy Quantums. Does that see, put I, across? Do you get my vibe? <laughs> I, I think it looks all right as a basketball shoe. And I think it looks super comfortable. But I don't think I could ever pull one off. No. So you'll never see me in one. Absolutely. I'm never, ever, 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 ever. Just to reiterate, ever, ever will they see grace my feet. And that's it for the releases this week, Danny. <coughs> wow. Well, just a, just a short section, but like we said before, it's Christmas. Do you know? Yes, we hope that this will be going out on the twenty third of December, so two days before Christmas. So, just to everyone that has listened so far to the uh, to the podcast, massive, massive thank you. Um, I don't even I've not even looked for a week on how many people have listened, but I, I think we I'm right to say for both of us, it's shocked. Pleasantly surprised, should I say, how many people have tuned in and listened and to it on. Where they've struggled from as well. Uh, struggled from? What am I talking about? <laughs> where they've listened from. Yes. Uh, that is the most amazing thing. Yeah, I mean, don't um, get me wrong, it's, it's heavily UK-based, but I think the UK base is about 80%. And so I thought it'd be much higher than that. I thought it'd be like way in the 90s. And then we've got people from all around the world like, Back and beyond as well, some places have listened. Uh, we can see the stats, so that's that's just been brilliant to watch that we're getting like a, a global audience. Um, but yeah, I suppose the last thing, last thing from me is just have a great Christmas, guys. Obviously, 2020 has been a mad year so far. Um, enjoy Christmas Day with your families or whoever it is that you can spend it with, obviously with UK lockdown guidelines, you know, you've got to be in your Christmas bubbles. For To be honest, I don't even know exactly. It depends where you are in the country. I, I, right as we're recording this, I don't know what you can and can't do by the time Christmas Day comes round. Um, but, yeah, just, just enjoy Christmas Day, guys. And then uh, it's just been a mad year, hasn't it? What are you doing, Dan? Uh, quiet Christmas for me. It's like everybody. You know, but I hope everybody has a good one, and we'll be back afterwards. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the la- so the last thing we will be one more this year, uh, the Wednesday afterwards, where me and Dan. It'll be another only Dan's episode where me and Dan are going to run down our top trainers of the year. We don't know quite what format yet. If we do the top ten, top fives, or a little year in review though. 
some sort of year review of the trainers that have dropped in 2020. Uh, and I think that's it for today, guys. Um, are we are we saying bye today, Dan? Or? Just say have a good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you.